Hello, and welcome to the Evie Prince series podcast. My name is Victoria Wright, inspirational writer and author of the Evie Prince series, a trilogy of books that tells the story of a 40-something woman named Evie Prince who experiences a life-altering spiritual awakening. Evie's awakening causes her to question her life and seek answers. As a result, she finds herself in a place that she never thought she would be, single, unemployed, and completely unsure of what to do next. This will not be your usual podcast. In each episode, I will read a chapter, then highlight key reminders that were included to help you, as they have helped me, on your journey of discovery and remembering what you know to be true, but have chosen to forget. To learn more about me in the series, please visit www.healingwords.online. Welcome back to Red, Red, White, a novel of true love and light. Written and narrated by Victoria Wright. Copyright 2021 by Victoria Wright. Today's episode is Chapter 12, Nor'easter. Fall on the island was perfect. It was quiet, the weather was cool, and I got to wear all my favorite sweaters and coats. Painting became my pastime. Tatum had been thrilled with my progress, and I'd been regularly selling pieces. The press that I had received from the commission piece had really launched my career internationally. I had also been honing my teaching skills as I committed to teaching a painting class at the high school. Teaching was new to me, but I couldn't imagine it being much different than running a sales team. I hoped. Today, the weather was strange, a bit overcast. Granddad said that we could be in for a storm, a real nor'easter. I watched little television, so I wasn't keeping up with the storm's path. Hey, kid, you in there? Yep. Granddad walked into the kitchen. Have you filled your bathtub yet? I looked at him strangely. Why would I do that? Looks like we're going to get hit by the storm later today or tomorrow. Better fill it up. Do you have food? Yes, I just went shopping the other day. How about candles and flashlights? Yep, got those when I first moved here. Good. Then you should be ready. Make sure you bring in anything from outside that you don't want to get thrown around. I'm headed out to secure the boat. Want to come? Sure. We jumped into his truck and headed down to the water. Everyone and his brother were there, tying and securing their boats. Adequin, need any help? A young man yelled over our way. Thanks, Jeffrey, but we're good. Looks like she's heading our way earlier than expected. The water's as flat as piss on a board, Granddad announced. Everyone looked up from what they were doing, noticing how calm the water had gotten, and then they moved quicker. When we finish, Granddad helped a few others secure their boats, and then we were all headed out to get home. Want to have some dinner and ride out the Nor'easter with you, Granddad? That sounds good. Let me go home and grab a few things, and I'll be right back. 
Granddad had salted cod, boiled potatoes, and some salt pork ready when I got back. My contribution was beer and half a pie that I purchased the other day. Dinner was wonderful. The company was even better. Then we pulled out the cards after we cleaned the dishes and played gin rummy. Granddad, who was my grandmother? I asked as I shuffled the cards. A warm smile crossed his face. She was a pretty little Narragansett woman named Clara. Stole my heart the first time I laid eyes on her. Met right out of high school, and we married before I enlisted. She got pregnant with your father right before I shipped out. How come I never met her? Oh, you did, when you were first born. But her stay on this earth was shorter than I wanted. Clara had a difficult pregnancy and delivery, but she delivered a healthy, sturdy boy. Her health slowly diminished after that. I got to have her for twenty more years, but it was her time to move on. I'm sorry. Don't feel sorry for me. I had a wonderful life with Clara. It's not always about the amount of time you spend with someone. It's about the quality of that time. She was perfect for me. We felt joy and sorrow. She was my partner, and I thanked her every day for the light that she gave to me and our son. If I had to do it again, I wouldn't have changed a thing. Wow, I hope I'll experience that kind of love. If you choose to have it, you will. Remember, you are the creator of your world. So, did you proclaim you wanted to meet the love of your life? No, not exactly. Unbeknownst to me, I met a woman who loved herself as much as she loved me and others. After the war, all I asked the creator for was peace and joy. And that is what I got. Don't get me wrong. I have experienced heartache. But it is hard to know what true joy is if you've not felt the other side. Granddad smiled at me, then announced, Jen! <sighs> How did you do that? The wind picked up and the lights flickered. Well, here she comes. Just as soon as Granddad said that, the lights went out. Sitting there in the dark, I reflected on how nice it was being here with him. I was at peace. Winter came quickly. I had forgotten how cold it got here in the winter. It was a damp cold, unlike Denver, where you could have a foot of snow on the ground and it was still dry. I could never figure out how that worked. The holidays were upon us and I was getting my pieces ready for Beth's studio event. I had chosen three of my smaller paintings to show. The dragonfly, one I had done after returning from my trip to New York, and a piece that highlighted the frustration of driving behind a moped. I also had note cards created, hoping that I could get my name out there more. Hendrick and I had been speaking more. He had worked things out with Asia's mother, and Asia was in complete remission. He was planning a big holiday for his little girl. So what are you getting Asia for your first Christmas with her? Everything she wants, he replied with a huge smile on his face. Oh, 
So you're going to spoil her? Just this once. Uh-huh, I said, knowing full well that she had this man wrapped around her little finger. Are you ready for the show? He changed the subject. Yes, I have three pieces. Beth's show, from what I've heard, is a place to be for art enthusiasts. So, hopefully this will help me make a name for myself here on the island. Your work speaks for itself. I wouldn't worry about that too much. Did I tell you that anyone who comes to my house always comments on your painting? These are not art enthusiasts. They are just people who feel. And they can feel the emotion that you put into your paintings. Thank you for that. This will be my first time that I'm in a room where people will openly comment on my work. I've always had one or two people comment, but not complete strangers. Don't worry. Remember, if they don't like it, that's on them, not you. So, what do you want for Christmas? Joy, peace, and to live up to my full potential. Huh. I don't know if I can get that on Amazon and have it shipped in time, Hendrick replied with a chuckle. Oh, you mean from you? I teased. Nothing. Your presence in my life is all that I need. And you? What can Santa Evie bring you? You already gave it to me. What? Your love. I blushed. How does that man do that? I think to myself. Actually, I have a surprise for you. Let's do a Zoom call next week. Wear your most festive outfit. It will be official with a Zoom invite and everything. Ooh, this sounds exciting. I can't wait. When I got to Beth's, her studio was lit up with small white twinkle lights, creating an ambiance that was warm but elegant. Her paintings hung perfectly, like a museum with individual lamps that illuminated the details. Hey, Evie, ready for tonight? I think so, hoping I can handle the criticism. I wouldn't worry too much about that. Your work is fantastic, and I'm sure that everyone will agree with me. You said you had three paintings, correct? Yes. Great. Why don't you set up over here? I also made some note cards that people can take with my contact information. Wonderful idea. Less work for me to do when everyone asks me for your contact information, Beth replied with a grin. Oh, I gotta meet the caterers. Be right back. I looked over and saw Celeste coming through the door with platters of food. Celeste, what are you doing here? Catering this event? Are you the caterer? Yep, my first gig. Sorry I haven't been around much. I decided I wanted to be my own boss, so life has been busy getting my business set up. But here I am. Congratulations. Same to you on the showing. People are going to love you. Art lovers filled the studio, each one milling around with wine in hand. I felt out of place, but I tried to keep a smile on my face. 
Granddad and Steve arrived, and I welcomed them both with enormous hugs. Whoa, you okay, kid? Granddad looked at me with concern. Yes, just feeling a little nervous. I could tell. You almost squished me to death. Steve didn't know how to respond. This was the first time I ever hugged him. He tried to hide his surprise by saying, Don't worry, Evie. Everything will be just fine. Can I get you something to drink? Yes, thank you. When Steve walked away, Beth brought over an older woman who was showing interest in my paintings. Evie, I'd like you to meet Eloise. Eloise, this is Evie Prince, the artist. Oh, Evie, so very nice to meet you. Please, dear, tell me about this hummingbird painting. I just adore it. I gave Beth a smile, then walked Eloise back over to the painting. As I explained the day that I had experienced the hummingbird, Steve slipped in and gave me my drink. I turned to him and gave him an appreciative smile. Eloise looked at Steve and commented, Your husband is very handsome. I blushed. Then, in unison, Steve and I said, Oh, oh, oh no, we're just friends. Eloise leaned in and whispered, Well, hold tight to that one. Throughout the evening, Beth introduced me to many other guests. This was the most social interaction that I had had in over two years. It was both tiring and exhilarating. Most people enjoyed my paintings, but I could tell my style was not everyone's cup of tea. By the end of the night, I had sold the hummingbird painting and all the cards with my contact information were taken. When the last person left, Beth, Celeste, and I decompressed with a glass of wine. Ladies, congratulations on a very successful event. Beth raised her glass, and we both joined her. Celeste, the guests just loved your food, and everyone raved about the service you and your team provided. Thank you. We enjoyed every minute. Thank you for the opportunity, Celeste replied. And Evie, you sold a painting. Not bad for your first showing. Well, thank you for introducing me to Eloise. She is such a wonderful woman. Her energy definitely matches that of the painting. It has found a perfect home. Beth nodded in agreement. Beth, I wanted to echo what Celeste said about you providing the opportunity. Both Celeste and I have taken some big leaps of faith, and you were given to us to help springboard our new lives. I so appreciate you and your generosity. Thank you. Beth smiled. Just paying it forward. When I first came to this island, it was scary, and I didn't know if I could make it on my own. Newly divorced, trying to raise my kids, and wanting to live my dream of being an artist. There were people who stepped up for me and helped me along the way. I always said that I would do the same, and... Ta-da! You two show up. I believe in raising all ships. We drank to that. Later, we said our goodnights, and I packed up my car. Just as I was about to drive out, Steve came to the car window. Hey, congratulations. 
Oh, you scared me. Thank you. Hey, you are a big part of this. If you hadn't introduced me to Beth, I wouldn't be here now. He smiled. I know talent when I see it. There was an awkward silence. I could tell we both wanted to address the elephant in the room, but neither one of us did. Oh, Steve, I committed to teaching at the high school. Thanks for pushing me. Like I said, I know talent when I see it. Those kids will really benefit from your something-something way of painting. We both laughed. Well, thanks again. Have a great night. Driving home, I thought about Steve. I hadn't thought of him in any way other than a friend. I wondered why Eloise would think we were more. Where was that Zoom link? I swear, I leave corporate America and now I can't find anything in my email. I rushed over to the mirror to check my makeup, hair, and dress before I logged on. Then I sat on the couch and propped the computer up on a few books to create the best angle. Okay, here we go. I clicked on the link and entered the waiting room. I could hear Hendrick and Asia talking, but I couldn't see them. Okay, ready, honey? Uh-huh. Then their wonderful faces appeared on the screen. Hey, Evie. Hi, Hendrick. Hendrick looked at Asia and said, Asia, I would like you to meet... Evie! Asia shouted with a beautiful smile. You paint pretty pictures! My eyes welled up immediately. She was beautiful in her holiday dress. Her smile warmed me to my core. Asia, it is so nice to meet you. How are you feeling? I am perfect! Daddy tells me so. Yes, you are, my angel. You are perfect, Hendrick replied. Asia, are you excited about Christmas? Yes, I get two. One with Daddy and one with Mommy. Wow, you are a lucky little girl with so many people who love you. You are lucky too. Huh? What do you mean? I asked. You are lucky because Daddy loves you too. He told me so. Oh, he did, did he? And he says that one day... Okay, baby boo, that's enough. Hendrick interrupted. Let's not tell all of Daddy's secrets. Did you get our package? He asked me. Yes, I have it right here. Good. Asia wanted to see you open her holiday gift. Yes, open it, open it! Asia chimed in. Okay, here we go. I cut the tape, then opened the box. Inside was a beautifully wrapped package. Don't go trying to save the bow. You're driving us crazy over here, Hendrick warned. I opened the first package. It was a framed photo of Hendrick and Asia. Oh my goodness, you two are adorable. You put that next to your bed so you will see us when you first wake up. That is where I have Daddy's picture at Mommy's house, Asia explained. Thank you. I can't think of a better way to start my day than to see your smiling faces. Okay, open mine, Asia cheered. When I unwrapped the second gift, 
I had to hold back the tears. Asia, did you paint this? Yes, I painted it when I got out of the hospital. It is amazing. Can you tell me about it? Daddy told me that painting helps you with your feelings. Yes, it does. I was sad to be in the hospital, but then you gave me a big teddy bear and I was happy. I love it, and I will proudly hang it in my house for all to see. Thank you for such a thoughtful gift. You're welcome. Okay, honey. Let Daddy talk with Evie now. Good night, Evie. Good night, Asia. Sweet dreams. So, you liked your gifts? Hendrick probed. They are wonderful. Just meeting Asia was enough, but then you tugged my heartstrings even more with your photo and her painting. Do you know how hard it was for me not to turn into a puddle? I'm so glad you liked the gifts. Thank you for spending your night with us. And, by the way, you look amazing. Wish I was there to see that dress in person. Soon, I hope very soon. Christmas Eve, Granddad and I had gone over to the town hall to join everyone for the annual potluck. It had been a great turnout, and Santa had come on the fire truck to give presents to all the children. Morning came, and I met a special breakfast of eggs benedict and fried potatoes for Granddad. After we finished, I gave him my present. Good, you didn't have to give me a present. I have all that I need right here. Well, you don't have this. I presented him with the painting that I had done after I'd learned about my father. Oh, Evie, this is amazing. I gave Granddad the backstory, and I could tell it filled him with emotion. He is so proud of you, kid. I can feel him all around us now. Thank you. Then he slid a small tissue paper-wrapped gift over to me. Hope you like it. I unwrapped a stunning wampum bracelet. I figured you needed an adult-sized one. Granddad, you made this? I'm not just an old fisherman. I've been known to do other things. You are an artist. Thank you. I love it. Today's episode is brought to you by Healing Words Customized Meditations, written for you and only you. To learn more, visit www.healingwords.online. Reminder, it's not about the amount of time you spend with someone. It's about the quality of the time that you spend.